Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to the Runner's High podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Craig Siegel, co-owner of Runner's High and Freehold. I am without my partner in crime this week. Um, Grace uh, is taking a bit of a hiatus this week. She will be back, um, so not to worry. But... uh, you know, we're very excited to come back to you for, for episode number two of season number two of the Runner's Eye podcast. So um, this week, what we thought we were going to do is kind of give you guys a little bit in a glimpse into um, what's coming next year, right? Or what's coming this year, I should say. I feel like we've all had quite the long 2020, quite the long 2021, and, um, you know, it being the new year, and January is always the um, kind of good time to hit the reset button, hit the refresh button, and um, we wanted to kind of give you guys a glimpse into uh, what 2022 is going to look like for the different brands that we carry, and what to expect, time frames, different things like that. So we're going to jump right in. I don't know how this is going to go. Not a good solo act, not going to lie. Um, however, we're learning on the fly. And like I said last week, uh, the year of the compromise or just kind of trying to figure it out. And we're flying by the seat of our pants. So, uh, you know, with, without further ado, we're going to jump right in to give you guys a little bit of a preview of what to expect from some of your favorite brands. Um, so, again, stuff that we're excited about. We'll touch a little bit or... Uh, we'll touch upon each brand uh, that we carry at the shop, and, um, and we'll go from there. So without further ado, we're going to start off. We're going to go alphabetical, right? So these are not going to be our specific favorites right from the top. These are going to be the different brands, um, what we're excited about. And um, we're not playing any favorites here, so can't you can't you can't uh can't claim that for us so all right but what we're gonna do so 2022 um you know we have seen a huge shift in product updates um dating you know so if you were one of those um you know ghost wearers and you knew hey every june um my new brooks ghosts would come out uh unfortunately uh for many styles and skews uh, those time frames have changed. So, you know, like we had said uh, last week, when we do all these updates and things like that, we're always going to use that term ish, right? So, um, you know, the shoes that we're even told uh, are going to come out at a certain time um, could be out on a boat somewhere, could be in a warehouse somewhere, and have yet to hit the market. So, um, you know, normal time frames, And again, not everybody's as geeked out on this stuff as we are maybe. Um, but again, I guess you kind of are if you're listening to a, a, a podcast uh, from a running store. But um, but yeah, so we're going to kind of break down each brand for you, what to expect come 2021, some different things that we're excited about from each brand. So um, starting at the top, um, we're going to start with ASICs, right? So ASICs... Uh, over the course of the years has definitely seen this kind of up and down swing, right? So um, one of their, um, you know, main shoes uh, that 
in the past had kind of lost its course, uh, the Gel Nimbus 24. The fit got a little funky over the last couple of years, um, but I would definitely say within uh, this most recent update uh, that just hit, so this, this literally just hit uh, at the end of December, rolling into January. So it's technically like a January 1st update, uh, the Gel Nimbus 24. Uh, we, we actually have really high hopes for it. Uh, so... Um, really kind of positioned in that high cushioned neutral category. Um, you know, so it did get a little bit better fit. Um, the upper is a little bit more refined, got a little bit lighter. Um, don't get confused. There is also the Nimbus Light 3, which is also rolling out uh, right now, too. So you have your, your Nimbus, uh, your traditional option, and then you have your Nimbus Light. Um, so the biggest thing uh, and the difference from that is, is in the name, right? So the Nimbus Light is definitely a little bit of a lighter option. Um, you know, maybe a little bit quicker of a shoe, things like that. However, um, you know, we're, we're definitely excited um, for, for that brand. And, you know, not, not, not to get too totally in the weeds, but it's probably been a little bit of time since we, we could say that. Um, you know, it's a very, it's very much a brand that people are loyal to. Right, you know some of these styles from them. You know the Gel Kayano, um, the Gel Nimbus, um, in their mid, mid to late twenties. You know, so if you want to relate it to to, uh, um, you know, it's it's pretty long-standing shoes. So um, you know, with the redefined to the or redesign, I should say, to the Nimbus, um, and then also they kind of sprinkle in some other skews that that people have been getting excited about. So. Um, you have some of those racing shoes from them that people are generally pretty excited about. I personally haven't tried them, um, but it definitely seems like they're getting back on track. So, um, you know, big things from them, you know, come, come the new year. So, um, so next down the alphabet list, um, we have Brooks, right? So Brooks right now, um, one of the big players in our industry, um, you know, it's always one of those brands that people come in asking for and um you know they definitely treat the the run specialty channel um well and um you know again in our world a huge player right we do get the people that come in that you know will fit and maybe they've never heard of them before um but that's just because they do one thing really really good right so they're not a brand that's into basketball into baseball into football they just do running, right? Um, you know, so everything from them really dialed in, hitting on, hitting on all cylinders right now. Um, for 2022, though, you're really not going to see a lot of updates, which, to be honest with you, isn't a bad thing, right? Um, with all the supply chain issues, um, with all the logistical nightmares um, that we've had to put up with, um, our industry, not just our industry, but every industry at this point um, has really had to deal with over the last uh, 12 to 18 months. Their take on it is, you know, let's just focus on what's working and not try to do too much outside of the box, right? It's not to say that innovation is going to be um, stifled or anything like that, but they're saying, hey, you know, we know we're really good with the ghost. We're really good with the adrenaline. Let's just keep those good things rolling. And again, as a store for us, you know, we love that, right? Um, you know, other two popular options from them. So you are going to get an update this year from them. 
um, with the glycerin and the glycerin GTS. So mid-year, normally, um, normally it's a spring-summer update. It, it had gotten bumped around a little bit in the past, so it was actually technically supposed to be March of 2020. Um, but you'll actually see an update to the glycerin and the glycerin GTS um, come July timeframe. So again, don't hold us to that, but for all those glycerin users and glycerin loyalists out there, you will see an update um, in the middle of the summertime. And let's just talk a little bit about those two shoes, right? So you have your glycerin and you have your glycerin GTS. Um, when they did those name changes, initially there was a little bit of confusion. So we did get people in that were like, hey, let me try the new glycerin. Um, or hey, what what's this new model from them, right? So what they tried to do was kind of simplify um, the naming scheme and kind of leverage the popularity of the glycerin franchise and also kind of taking that back end of the adrenaline GTS or go-to stability or go-to shoe um, and kind of combine those uh, to rename uh, the Transcend. So the Transcend is that kind of high cushion stability shoe. You know, it was, I should say, that high cushion stability shoe where the Glycerin was kind of that high cushioned neutral shoe. So they renamed um, the Transcend to be the Glycerin GTS. So technically the same person really shouldn't be going into both of those shoes. However, a little bit of confusion when they first came out. Um, yeah, but that's why you go to your local store, right? That's why you deal with people that are uh, educated and know what they're talking about and can help guide you and kind of point you in the right direction and say, hey, maybe steer clear of this or, you know, go this way a little bit more into an option that's more appropriate for you. Um, so Brooks, 2022, you know, the, the future is is consistent, I would, I would definitely say. So... Um, Next up on the on the list, gonna grab a little drink of water here. Hold on. <clears throat> so next up on the list is Diodora. So as you guys know, we're big fans personally. Um, we love working with the company. They really do have the best interest of the specialty run channel in mind, and. Um, couldn't be any closer to us, you know, right down the turnpike. They're based out of Philly. They are an Italian brand. Um, so their headquarters is overseas and their U.S. Um, their U.S. headquarters is in Philadelphia. So um, we posted out a lot about them. Uh, we're not going to lie. Um, you know, minor tweaks to their line uh, coming into in 2022. So um, you're going to have a, a, a revamp and a rename of the, the Mythos Blue Shield 6. So that shoe is actually going to become uh, a shoe called the, the Vortice or Vortice. Uh, my Italian sucks. So I'm not going to not going to lie. Um, definitely going to have some pronunciation uh, issues once those shoes update. Um, but so the Mythos Blue Shield 6 is going to be kind of that um you know, moderate to high cushioned trainer. Um, it is getting renamed, you know, to the, the Vortice 7. Um, and all their updates are coming right up kind of soon. So really the end of January, excuse me, into um, early February, potentially. 
again, all depends on when we can get stuff off the boats, when we can get stuff into warehousing, when they can then get it out the door, you know, to shops like ours. So, um, Volo is going to stay pretty consistent. So it's going to be, you know, revamped to the Volo two, um, you know, maybe a little bit more dialed in of a, of a four foot fit and feel. I think that was one of maybe the challenging or not challenging, but one of the feedbacks, um, that we would get is that it would be a little bit wider on people's feet. Just kind of depends, right? Everybody's going to, um, have a different fit and feel for, for each shoe. So, um, you know, the, the Atomo, we'll see a whole calendar year for that shoe. Again, something we've been super excited about. Um, you know, 100% made in Italy. You know, it, um, you know, that lighter, faster, but still very cushioned option. You know, it's definitely kind of a, um, you know, potential kind of butting of the heads with a Clifton, right? You know, so... Um, you know, definitely that that little bit of a thicker stack height, a uh, lot more cushion, you know, than something like a Volo would have. But again, um, that shoe, you know, we'll see a full 12 months of in 2022. Um, we can't really talk too much about it. 2023, you know, is going to be a big year for those guys too. So, um, but yeah, look out, you know, for Diodora in 2022. Um, we think, you know, it's always going up with those guys, so we're we're we're, uh, we're big fans. So next up on the list, and this is gonna be a mouthful. Um, so Hoka, so Hoka in twenty twenty two, it's gonna be interesting, right? I mean, hugely hugely popular um, a, a brand. We get. You know, a lot of people coming in asking for them. A lot of doctor referrals. Um, I would say it, it's it's really crazy. I mean, when when we first brought them in in, in 2013 ish, right around there, um, you know, it was one of those brands where you know it it sometimes was a hard conversation. You know, they were th- that thicker you know stack height wasn't in vogue yet. If anything, we were kind of coming off that downswing of, of minimalism. You know, minimalism was starting to kind of phase out a little bit right around that 2011, 2012, almost right when we opened up in Freehold. Um, and then Hoka hit the market, right? And it was like, oh, these things are, are huge, right? So took a little bit of time to find their way in terms of the designs, the just the aesthetics, you know, because with that thicker stack height, and just generally being a beefier shoe, um, it's it's a lot, right? You know, you do notice those shoes when people have them on their feet. Um, not necessarily a bad thing if they're comfortable too, right? So, um, you know, fast forward now to, to 2020, 2021, we saw this kind of huge, huge um, trajectory um, and, and kind of this hockey stick type growth um, you know, with Hoka. And I think the entire industry has, it's, it's not, you know, not just us. And, um, you know, you're starting to see, see them make style plays, um, which is always interesting, you know? Um, but again, they, they've grown into to such a large part of, of our business, a large part of, of, um, of the industry. Um, so 2022 will be interesting, right? They're going to carry, 
the the intention i believe is to kind of carry the clifton the current version almost all the way through um from a calendar perspective or full year perspective so you're going to have you know almost 12 more months of the clifton eight um you're going to get a little bit of a revamp in the bondi um come mid-year again a shoe like that they're they're not going to do a massive overhaul too right super loyalists you know a lot of people are are into that shoe um you know it's they just go from one version to the next to the next um you know you will see some models some newer models i should say come out um nothing that we're um really you know uh showing too much behind the curtain because it's out there you know they have some shoes um called the uh, Solomar, the Kiwana, some different models that are coming out almost like cross trainers slash everyday walkers, things like that. Um, you know, but from the core perspective, you know, you'll see an early year update on the Arahi. Uh, so the Arahi 6 uh, potentially should be coming indoors within the next couple of weeks. We're hoping for a mid-January, late January. Um, again, you know, nothing is set in stone at this point, which is, uh, you know, makes our lives pretty fun. Um, and then you'll see in the springtime a, an update to the Gaviota. So you're going to get kind of two new stability, two two new versions of their stability shoes um, with an Arahi update and a Gaviota update. And then um, Bondi will be about midsummer. You know, Clifton update definitely got pushed off. I think it's also one of those things where that shoe's so dialed in right now where what are they going to what 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 can they do to it to kind of Im- improve it right um sometimes you try to do too much and and it throws some some people off and you know that's definitely not what any brand you know wants to do so um you're going to see um a mock update midsummer so kind of like that lighter neutral um trainer a little bit faster than a clifton a uh, little bit more shoe than a Rincon. um and then you're going to see uh, the Mach Supersonic is going to be kind of like a limited hit. Again, all this stuff's out there, so it's not like we're telling you guys anything that's um, you know behind a curtain or that we shouldn't be talking about anything like that. Uh, but what they're going to do with that shoe is they're implementing a new foam. So they're going to kind of feature this newer foam in the Mach Supersonic that they will then potentially roll out into other models Um you know, over the core, over, over their brand, right? So it's going to be kind of similar to what Brooks is doing with the glycerin. Um, they had that Aurora, um, which is kind of this, it, it looked like this crazy space age shoe. It was super, super cushy. Uh, but what it did was it, it kind of previewed some of the foam that they're going to be putting into the new glycerin um, come mid-year. So, um, you know, Hoka also the Carbon X3 is going to update midsummer. So um, if you're in that plated world, um, you know, that's definitely coming down the line too. Uh, I personally, I ran in the one, liked it. Haven't run in the two, uh, got myself a pair, broke my hip. Didn't do much running because of that. Um, so still waiting to try the two out and, uh, the three, um, you know, we're definitely bringing in, we, we saw it, we liked it. it has like a little bit of a different upper to it. Um, so it looked actually pr- pretty rad. So that'll be coming mid year. Um, but yeah, so next up, uh, alphabetically, um, we have Mizuno, right? So Mizuno, um, 
kind of like ASICs, a little bit like Saucony, where it's been this kind of up and down trajectory, you know, over the course of the years. Yeah, again, this is not to say one brand is better or worse than the other or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. You know, we love working with all of our brands. Um, and of course, there's always going to be loyalists um, to models and brands and things like that. Um, with them, tried and true, right? So Inspire um, and, and Rider, right? They have, you know, the horizon and the sky as well. Um, those kind of higher cushion stability, higher cushion neutral options. But their bread and butter, you know, is going to be that wave rider, um, which will receive some updates in the middle of the summer, I believe, and may maybe early fall. Um, and then the Inspire, which is their kind of go-to stability shoe. Um, I can't say GTS, but I'll say go-to stability shoe. Um, will be coming out, I believe, right around the April time frame. But again, everything is so... Um, not set in stone, um, you know, but, uh, they also are launching some kind of higher end, uh, options as well. Um, kind of testing out some new foams, things like that. Um, but I don't know if that's out there yet. So we'll kind of, we'll kind of see from them, but so next up after M is N. So, uh, one of the brands that we're, we're really excited about for the for the new year is um is new balance so a lot we saw a lot of the product so grace and i um went down to, to the running event in texas um at the end of november into early december where you know we get to see different brands learn different things take different classes um and you know while we have we already saw a lot of the shoe and the footwear product that we uh, saw in Austin down at TRE. Um, we actually got to physically see it when we went down there. So a lot of the right now with everything going on, a lot of the sell-ins or a lot of the, the product, um, you know, meetings that we have are all, um, by zoom or things like that. So tough to tell, obviously, you know, we know shoes that have been around for a long time. We're still going to continue to bring in and book and, you know, but it is always nice to, to kind of have shoes in hand. Right. So, um, this is New Balance is one of the brands where, you know, we got to see some of the newer product uh, in hand and, and it looked really good. So, um, yeah, you're going to get a 860 update uh, this year. Uh, 880 is going to be around June-ish at this time. So, you know, the current 880 uh, version 11, uh, it'll end up having been in market for about a year and a half. Right, which is not really normal for a shoe like that, right? It's almost every 12 months you get this kind of refresh on a shoe like that, you know, similar to like a Ghost from uh, Brooks or a Ride from Saucony, kind of those moderate cushioned neutral shoes. Um, you're always going to be kind of getting those 12 month updates. Um, but the 880 definitely, I mean, listen, production on everything um, had been majorly majorly impacted um in the late summertime with you know some of the uh shutdowns of the, the factories and the warehouses in vietnam so a lot of our companies or our brands were all in the same areas so when those factories had to close down for you know three or four or five weeks or so it really pushed everything back um it's just what reality is so um but with New Balance, uh, some of the newer products is, are, that we're really excited about are coming out of that fuel cell, um, that fuel cell line from them. So 
it's a different midsole. It's it's super cushy underfoot. It's different than fresh foam. Definitely, um, they have already used fuel cell in um, the Rebel and also in their some of their racing shoes. Uh, also, the Prism, which is kind of like a lightweight stability shoe. The Rebel being a, a lightweight neutral shoe. It's actually um, for 2021, the Rebel uh, version two was uh, our pick. So myself and Grace uh, both picked it for our speed shoe. Um, you know, we did quite a bit of running, both of us in, in that model over the course of the year. And um, just a really good feel uh, underfoot. So they're taking some of that foam and they're going to make some other models with it. So one of those is the... Um, the comp trainer. Uh, so it's like a fuel cell comp trainer. So it's actually really, really beefy underfoot. It is plated. Um, I'd have to double check. I actually think it c could potentially be like illegal from a racing perspective. If you were under those world, um, um, parameters where they say can't be over your, you know, your shoes can't be over a certain stack height. Um, but again, it's more of a training shoe anyway. So, um, between that and then, um, there's a shoe that's coming out from them called the fuel cell pacer. And this is going to be an interesting niche that we are going to see roll out over 2022. So, um, where in, previous years i would say with you know ever since nike hit the market with that um that vaporfly uh four percent right that was probably at this point three to four years ago um all the brands have you know been producing you know thicker racing shoes with carbon fiber plates in them um we're seeing some options come out you know from new balance um another option from Nike that we'll get into a little bit uh, after this um, that are a little bit, they're racing shoes, um, but they almost take the build of a old school racing flat. So a little bit lower to the ground, a little bit sleeker, not that kind of thicker, chunkier design, like a, like an alpha fly or like an RC uh, elite from new balance. And um, they played it. Uh, most of them. Some brands are, some brands aren't. And um, so it's like this, it's like a lower stack height racing flat, essentially. So I think that that's going to be kind of one of the next trends that you're going to see. So you're going to have options like, you know, that RC Elite from New Balance, where it's that thicker stack height carbon fiber plate. And then you're going to have, um, you know, this other option, this RC, um, not RC, but um, fuel cell pacer, um, where again, you'll look at it from the outside and, and it's, oh, it looks like a, a more of an old school design. You know, again, I think one of the things is, you know, with these thicker foams and these thicker stack heights, um, you know, 10 K half marathon marathon, right. That's kind of the distance, but there's such fast shoes that people will then use them for five K's, um, mile road races, for example, and they may not necessarily feel comfortable in that in that really thick stack height. So these, or or maybe they don't even need that much material underfoot because the distance is a little bit lower. Uh, but what these newer options are going to um, kind of combat is that thicker 
that thicker stack height, it's going to be a little bit lower. So you'd be a little bit lower to the ground, a little bit faster transition, maybe kind of a little bit more of a pop off the ground. Um, but it would be interesting. So that's coming down the line from New Balance. Um, yeah, so middle of the year, summerish, hopefully. Um, we'll see. Uh, again, time frames all over the place. But um, yeah, let uh, let's talk about the next brand. Um, so Nike, um, you know we. We saw some pretty cool stuff from them that, that'll be coming in the middle of the year. I, I don't really know if we could talk about it just yet. Um, it is actually out there. Um, you know, if you could search Instagram uh, or the internet, um, you know, they're bringing back um, one of their um, models that there is a pretty loyal following uh, for, and it went away after a couple of years. And um, they're bringing that back. And there's also kind of a uh, sustainability uh, story coming with that. So um, not sure. Can really mention too much about that. Um, but so we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> so the next brand we want to talk a little bit about uh, for 2022 um, comes from overseas. And if you can guess alphabetically, um, the brand that we're talking about is on right so much like hoka um we've seen this huge huge uh uptick in in demand and ask for on right um company just went public uh, a couple couple months back and um you know starting to get into tennis you know obviously obviously with you know roger federer you know, being involved too, you know, um, that, that's big for them. Um, but again, mainly focused on running. Um, and they have some styles that we're really excited about actually, uh, that are coming out. So, you know, again, it's a lot of times when we get in a, uh, a Hoka wear, uh, or an on wear, um, it's usually the same person asking for both brands, which is ironic because they're very different builds and very different designs, right? You know, on uses that, um, they're kind of clouds or those pods, um, to kind of compress a little bit. Um, most, if not all their shoes have that speedboard in it to kind of have this like snappy feel, um, at toe off and then Hoka, you know, very different, right? Just kind of most of their builds are just one slab of foam or maybe two different slabs of foam with different densities and um, a little bit thicker underfoot. So it's always uh, ironic that people come in asking for both of those brands um, at the same time because they're both very different underfoot. Anyway, so On has some interesting stuff coming out. Um, yeah, the Flyers are going to get an update later in the year, late, late in the year. Um, they have two new models um, coming out uh, that are going to be kind of those moderate cushioned uh, options, one on the neutral side and one on the stability side. And um, the one or one of, I'm, we're excited for those, uh, but one of the other options that we are very excited about is uh, the Cloud Monster, right? So the Cloud Monster uh, is is interesting name. But what uh, it is, is an on uh, maximal, you know, max cushion shoe, right? So, you know, generally you look at ons, usually it's a little bit thinner design, a little bit sleeker. 
um, this guy is is beefy, right? So I think a lot of the the designs that we're seeing being rolled out from some of these other brands in that max cushion category is almost that pressure, um, you know, from Hoka, and um, which is great, you know. I mean, um, competition forces innovation. Right. So, and we've seen such, such huge innovation in the shoe technology over, um, you know, I mean, I've only been doing this 10 years. Um, you know, there's people out there that have been doing it for way longer than I have. So I can only imagine, you know, if, uh, our, our guy Dean, who's, you know, been slinging shoes since, uh, the late sixties, early seventies, you know, he's slinging new balances out of the back of his, out of the back of his car, um, so the techno- technological changes from from that point until now it just has to be absolutely mind blowing. Um, but just even thinking from from the time frame that I've been involved, um, you know, again, which has been ten years of of owning a store, you know, been running now f- since I was eleven, so to twenty twenty six years. Um, you know, just the technological advances in the shoes has been insane um you know from those plated shoes to um you know different foams from daily trainers spikes everything like that um don't really know how i got there um but yeah so you're gonna see kind of a a max cushion shoe from on come out um in the springtime here and it's definitely an option that that we got excited about you know we we saw it when we were up in um, New York over the summertime, um, they have a little showroom up there. So a bunch of us went up and, um, you know, saw some new product that we were, uh, that we were pretty, pretty stoked on. So, Ooh, this solo act is, uh, interesting. I don't love it. I like to, I like to have a partner in crime, but, uh, this will do for right now. But uh, all right. So last but not least, we uh, last brand we're going to talk about for 2022, and we alluded to it last week. Um, you know, one of the brands that we were the most excited about uh, for this new year um, is Saucony, right? So you know, as Grace mentioned last week, uh, at one point Saucony was our most popular brand in the store, uh, and yeah, I think if if uh, if people have been doing this for long enough, they're always going to see those fluctuations, right? Um, you know, you're going to see brands kind of shoot up. You're going to see brands come back down. You know, over any uh, a long enough time frame, those blips of up and down are, are just that, right? They're they're just blips. And you know, but this is a brand where, you know, again, they were our number one brand in the store for for quite a bit of time. Um, kind of lost a little little bit of their way in terms of the product, right? You know, because at the end of the day, the product is what has to speak. Um, you know, how a brand treats the channel is, is always, you know, what we take into account too, but also the person walking in the door, if it feels good on their foot, uh, that at the end of the day is the most important thing. And um, they've made some tweaks to their line made some tweaks to some of their most popular shoes. They kind of reinvented themselves with that uh, endorphin line. Um, so they have their endorphin shift, they have the endorphin speed, and they have the endorphin pro. And um, 
that has kind of relaunched their brand. Uh, the Endorphin Speed, to me, was probably one of the best shoes uh, and the most versatile shoes over the last two years. Um, you know, it's a nylon-plated shoe, so it's not as aggressive as, say, a carbon fiber plate. However, um, it has this super, um, like, snappy feel. Um, they use that PB foam um, underfoot. Uh, so it's like this very cushioned option, but it's also super snappy. So people can use it for pretty much anything, you know. So it's one of those shoes where if you're training in, say, a more traditional option, you know, from them like a Ghost or a Ride or a Triumph or something like that, you can go to the speed as your race day shoe. If you tend to like to run in plated shoes a little bit more or you tend to like a little bit lighter of a shoe on your foot, even for those daily training runs, you know, it could also be a daily trainer. Um, so really super versatile shoe. What we've seen from them that's going to be coming out, uh, in 2022, we're really excited. So they revamped the ride, they revamped the guide. Um, those should see updates in spring, early summer-ish. Again, we can't be super, super specific with, um, the dating of all this stuff. But we saw the updates oof, um, at this point probably six to eight months ago. And, um, you know, we've, we've been excited, right? I mean, the more options that we can present to people that come through our doors, the better. And, again, as every brand elevates their game, the competition is going to force every brand to get better. Um, you know, the ride and the guide being those moderate cushion categories – like I said last week, um, you you better be ready when you're playing in those categories. And the fit and feel better be on point. And um, I think that they, they did accomplish that with the updates to those two shoes. So they move, I think, both of the 15th editions. Um, but one shoe that we did see a change in um, that we did like, right? So they're actually um, killing off the Hurricane. Uh, so that high cushion stability shoe from them. So um, what they're replacing it with is a shoe called the Tempest. So that was supposed to come out um, this month, uh, but it's not. Uh, it's getting pushed back a little bit into springtime. But that should replace, or that is going to replace their Hurricane. So their high cushion stability option uh, is now going to be called the Tempest. So um, something that we're that we're super stoked about. We think you know that category. Um, generally doesn't have too many options that are home runs. And um, I think this has a good chance of, of being one. And, you know, to kind of match that on the opposite side, the the Triumph is going to get an update. Um, and I believe it got pushed to the fall time. Um, but again, they're, they, I would say, have seen some of the biggest improvements in design and biggest improvements in, in popularity. Uh, they definitely had a huge presence um down at the running event and um yeah that endorphin line i really think re-energized them as a brand gave them a fresh look uh, a fresh feel um so definitely big things to come from them in uh in 2020 so that is the rundown um hopefully y'all um had little tidbits kind of thrown out about your favorites um if you didn't you can definitely, you know, comment, um, 
below, either you know on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you know, and we'll do our best to give you our feedback on you know the update to your favorite shoe that's coming, when it might be coming. Uh, right now, it, it is a little bit of a guessing game, you know, with supply chain issues and production issues. Uh, sometimes uh, we'll be at the shop and 20 cases of product show up and sometimes no cases of product show up when we expect cases. So it's always keeping us on our toes. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, comment below and we'll do our best to, uh, to get back to you uh, with some answers. So, you know, with that, um, want to thank you guys for listening in. Again, first solo show. So let me know uh, how I did. I, uh, um, it's interesting. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm talking to myself. Uh, however, uh, it was enjoyable to kind of give you guys the quick uh, rundown on what's coming from uh, all the different brands that we carry. And, um, you know, thanks again for listening. Uh, if you liked the show, uh, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, you know, we are on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. And, um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. And we will check in with y'all next week where the duo, uh, Grace, will be back. And uh, we'll have some exciting stuff for you guys. So thanks for listening, and we will catch up with you all next week.